Lights, camera, action. the 11th edition of Movie Madness in association with Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron and I've got a very special episode for you here today. I was joined by Tom Kennett and Keenan Bonner as always, but this week Chris Williams, or Dwight from Dodgeball as you may know him, stopped by to chat with us about the movie itself, the rumoured sequel, working with Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller, the numerous cameos in the film, voice and video games, life as an actor and much more. We hope you enjoy it. Hello. Hi, how you doing? Hello. Thank you for giving us some of your time today. It's really great to be able to speak to you. Let me make, let me make sure my, my Wi-Fi is, is the right Wi-Fi. Okay, we're good to go. Right. Hold on. You know, now everything's technical. You, know, you yes. have to make sure everything is, like, <laughs> set up correctly. It's funny about it. Think about it, what, 10 years ago? Well, I know, not 10 years ago. Cause we, did that. we had Skype 10 years ago. But, like, 15 years ago. You guys are too young to remember that kind of stuff. But like, <laughs> like I wasn't when I went to college, we didn't have the internet. How to use books? So, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, like talk about being old or old school type thing. Like, I, I we did not have cell phones. Or could you imagine going to university or college and not having a computer? <laughs> could you imagine that? It's like I'm from the Stone Ages or something. I think we have Flintstones. I can't imagine not having a phone. I'd turn up late everywhere. I wouldn't be able to do that. Everyone would just leave. <laughs> I, I was talking about, I, I was writing a, you know, one of those a paper on a, a word process computer, one of the new things, right? And I had like 15 pages. I go, now what do I do? Because I'm done. I, because you have to save it. So you go like this. You, you go. I was like, where's, where's my paper? <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. I saw it. I was like, oh, you, are you serious? So I, I go, get out of you like I'm fist. So I write 12 pages, like right after it. Like I remember most of it. I get to 12 pages and I put my head down to go to sleep. And I hit the power button. There's no auto save. <laughs> so my friend was like, just let me, just stay there and dictate it to me. So that's like old school computer. You know what I mean? Like when first. Yeah. Okay. Just, just feeling a little old today. Sorry. <laughs> how's, how's it been? treating you i mean obviously all over the world we're kind of stuck indoors at the moment has it been a struggle for you or not too bad you know well you'll be able to hear probably um i'm having construction done in my house so during this whole time trying to have people here as well as being quarantined you know like random people flying in but it has to get done i'm getting my foundation done um but to tell you the truth i've used it as a uh, an opportunity. It's, so as an actor, we're constantly being rejected. We're constantly up for things. And then the pressure of, it's not, the job really is about getting the job. Not When you do the job, it's fun. It's You get to actually yeah. to make art. But like it, the job as of an actor is getting the job, knowing your, you know, your, your part. So with that comes an inherent pressure of if you're not working, what's the next what's the next job going to be? What, what's the next job? Okay, you know I'm, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to go for this, and then your competition. Oh man, they keep, they got a show. Wow, they got a show. Well, they got a show. There, you know, there's not that many shows left. You know, what I mean? if I'm talking mm-hmm. about a, a black man, 
and how you know there's the certain ones that are my age that there's a certain group that gets that that role you know so this being said that pressure of you know looking over if no one's working no one is working there's no you're not working so no one's yeah working, so you don't have to worry about yeah, um, yeah i'm not working and everybody else is working or i need a job or I want to, you know, why am I not, why am I not getting the things that I think I should be, like, what's, yeah, because you're, you're a product yourself, so, so, if, you know, no one wants, you know, Diet Coke yeah. this moment, you're like, well, we're gonna, some people will like Diet Coke, if Diet Coke will come back, it's, anyway, so yeah. this being said, it's like, this has been a nice reset for me to be able to, um, you know, Breathe, relax. Yeah, and I've I've worked out for a hundred and eighteen days straight now. Like my Apple Watch closing my rings, so I've lost fourteen, fifteen pounds. I've gained muscle. You know, I've, so I yeah. my Corona shape is good. You know? <laughs> and my mental my mental state of, in terms of like uh, just being able to not concentrate on the job, the job. You know, that that, yeah. that kind of stuff. And you can be more creative and. Also take inventory, like doing some meditation. I mean, when you're forced to be inside, yeah. it's, uh, uh, anyway, so that's, that's, I feel guilty because it's been kind of, <laughs> kind of good for me. It's been okay. You, know, yeah. you can hear it. That's I all. Like, you know, <laughs> the joys of, uh, of, uh, they're doing my bathroom right now. Um, it's, it's funny. It's like one of those, uh, you know, white noise now that I don't even hear. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, that's the saw somewhere. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's been it's been great. I mean, I've I've got I've gotten to. Uh, it's funny how we all had plans before. We're like, oh, we're gonna be quarantined. Oh, now I'm gonna finally learn how to play the ukulele. I mean, I've always, you know, I've never had the time to play. Never happens. No, I mean, <laughs> so so like, what did you what did you plan that you never got to like you know i wanted to read more books i was like oh i'm gonna do crossword puzzles every day and then i'm gonna do but uh, one thing i have have done is that spurred a lot of you is cook you know i've cooked you know now i have this you know this uh delivery service and and it's just me so i've been cooking which is really good baking i've done some baking which is nice but uh you know pretty much working out or at least yeah. staying active, like I, I watch Jeopardy and jump rope, <laughs> like clear the place in my like I wouldn't nor things that you wouldn't have normally done. Um, yeah. Now that you find yourself, uh, like I have a habit of working. I don't know how I'm going to transition this to when it goes back to reality. When you work, if, <laughs> if it ever does go back to reality, yeah, yeah. This, this is the new reality to a certain extent. I had yeah. an audition. The other day for a, for a commercial, which was a really interesting. I'm like, well, how are they gonna, you know, now that my job is coming back, like, how are they gonna manage? So I had a Zoom, no, I had a <laughs> Skype audition and a Zoom callback. <laughs> and so now your home has to become a studio. Like, <laughs> you weren't planning on, you know, having a full blown studio. So I'm putting up, I have one of those screens, finally got one of those big screens, and then. Like I didn't have anything to like I needed like a, a mount like I needed a professional camera yeah. crew, basically. <laughs> you know, something some come to have a boom or you know, like pick up the the volume and I could not get my computer or my it was just a 
it's just an interesting, you know, thing what it's going to, what life is going to be like, you know, since, you know, since 9-11, we all have to take our shoes off at the airport. That's like, oh, but when we first like take our shoes off, why, why would we, <laughs> we have to take our shoes off? And now it's just like, oh my God, now you buy yeah. shoes. Now you buy shoes knowing that you're going to take your shoes off. Yeah. yeah. It's the same kind of thing. Like now we're going to have are people going to shake hands as much, you know, is it is going to, you know, regular things that you thought that would be normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everything's well, crazy. So that's kind of how we got to this because we used to just speak about sports every week and then obviously all sports yeah. stopped. So right. <laughs> we kind of spoke about this before and we, put together this like bracket of 32 of our favorite comedy films over the last 25 years dodgeball being one oh, of the nice. top ones so we're kind of getting through them and it gives us an excuse to do that every week and oh, it's great to be able to speak to you about it today yeah so so how do you guys feel about sports <coughs> how much do you miss it and how much do you think you missed it do you think you missed it more than you do or do you miss it less I've missed it more than I thought I would. I, I knew I'd miss it, but then it was like on another level. We've just kind of got things coming back over here now. Right. I think having year. so little to do generally and then having no sport as well, it all sort of compounded it. If you were at work as well, maybe you might be able to be distracted, but if you're kind right. of sat at home, you're a little bit more... <laughs> a lot no, of people, I, I think, a lot more to do. I knew I'd miss it. And I thought I was probably going to miss <laughs> you knew it every what was day. And every day you're like, oh, this should be this should be on. This, I, this wow. should be watching this. I should be watching this. And then you're like, oh, yeah. brilliant. Um, so like you say, trying to fill time. Normally my time, my evening would be what sport is on. Let's watch, like, let's watch this. Be it, like, it could be any <laughs> golf, football, whatever right. it might be. And then suddenly you're trying to fill time. But I, I started, I, I've started learning to try and play chess. Something competitive com- Competitive squirrel uh, races, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on the yeah. Ocho. You know, those, yeah, all they those brought that. Just... They brought that back. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> uh, we've so, taken I, you know, to... sports. It's like it's like there's you know ESPN is what I wake up to. Like you yeah, know, first thing yeah. you do is turn on the, the channel to see what's going on in, the, in sports. Yeah, yeah. And when there's nothing, I, first of all, I'm not watching as much TV as I like normal. Just in the background TV, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sports or this. So it's more of like, I turn the TV on for a purpose. But with, like I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan and I live in Los Angeles. So the Dodgers and the Yankees for baseball, they're like the two best teams. I'm like, if any year I need to be watching sports, it's right now. Like, <laughs> why are you doing this to me now? And my team is the, my football team is the Buffalo Bills who are horrible. It's horrible for, <laughs> We didn't make the playoffs for like 21 years. I mean, like horrible. But, you know, if you're a fan, you just got to like sit in like, God, can my team just get better? Yeah. And now we made the playoffs. And now, Tom Brady, like now I'm like, oh, this is the year. I mean, this is the year we actually have a team. And of course, are we going to have football? Like, like, no. So my sports are just, it's just, they're killing me. It's killing me. And no basketball. No. Like, all like NBA, I'd be watching the playoffs. It's exciting, you know. You get caught up in that, but so it's just a weird, weird reality. Yeah, it's just weird. So you mentioned before about kind of getting the job, and I'm sure you did more before. But looking on IMDb, the first role that I think you've been credited with is in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I wondered how your journey went from there to then being in Dodgeball, and what 2004 was it? Something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I started. I went to Georgetown University uh, in Washington D.C. Uh, with a psychology degree, and I was going to go to law school and defer, you know, become a lawyer or whatever after university. And I was like, I don't want to be a lawyer. I mean, who wants to? Who wants to be a lawyer, really? <laughs> but uh, um, so I came out here. My sister was living out here at the time. I came out here, and like all my friends were going to biz. It, Biz school or med school or you know getting their or law school to get their advanced degree and I'm like out here so I was in the record industry for a while and then I decided to uh, when I was 25 I decided I said I don't want to be poor as an actor you start out basically you have to be available for audition it's like a catch 22 you have to be available for auditions but you have to pay you have to eat yeah yeah <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So you have to figure out a job and everybody out here is trying to do the same thing. So there's only so many jobs that you can bartender, waiter, or you got to figure out what's your, oh, I got to, I got to go at three o'clock to audition for a Pepsi commercial. You know, you got to be able to go because if you're working a five hour shit, whatever. So I had to figure out, I didn't want to be poor. So uh, I got, I was in a play with a bunch of other people who were doing, doing or acting they're like are you gonna do this or not i was like oh man i guess i guess if i'm gonna do it i better start doing it now and then i went on a, a couple auditions and i was so bad because i was so coming from the stage when you act like this on the stage is you, you can't you can't <laughs> you can't do that on <laughs> like whoa like you can't do that on fresh fresh prince of bel-air it's yeah. like you know calm it down and then um uh, I did a show called Where I Live, which was kind of that was the first TV show I did. So, and and I got a speaking part, which is like two lines, and then you you just basically build from there. And yeah. and what I decided to do, which is, is not very smart, but since I was coming from an academic background, so to speak, I decided to fund my own campaign, so to speak, by putting everything on credit cards. So at one point, after about five or six years, I had $60,000 on credit cards. And I'm like, like, like this, you know, like trying to pay this over here. Finance charge over here. They have a special, I had 10 credit cards. You could do that, I guess, in in the early 90s, you know. And then I was, and then I got about 60 grand. And as long as I saw forward progress in my career, like, I was getting a job. Oh, I got another job. Okay, I got two jobs. Oh, now I got another job. It's a little bit better. So you work your way, you work your way up. And then Prince, I did Martin, a guest star on Martin. And then uh, I was doing stand-up comedy, and I decided to audition for this um, this sketch comedy show. So I'm like, I have videos of me just being like, I'm so poor. Like, look at all my bills. Like, I'm just trying to survive. I remember making sure that I, I saw myself at the point where I'm like looking at the bill and like, I don't know if I can do it. And then I did stand up and then I got an audition for the sketch comedy show and I got it because I used to do characters in my, in my, um, my stand up. And then I got 170,000 for 10 episodes, 17 episodes of 10 grand and knocked my debt right out. So I was like, like hitting the lottery, but now I, now I have to start over again. Does that make sense? Like so now, yeah. now I have this. All right.
right? Now how can I make a living just yeah. doing this? Yeah. And yeah. Be- because the sketch comedy show, I could do rappers and I could do, you know, characters. I could do a Master P impression. And the casting director for the sketch comedy show is Jeff Garland from Curb, oh, okay. your enthusiasm, yeah. his yeah, wife. Yeah. So that's how I got the audition. Oh, right. Because they had Ghostface Killer, Sticky Fingers, like all these real rappers auditioning for it. So I got it because I could do an impression. I did that way. <laughs> and then they Curb came out and it was so popular. Um, and my, they liked my character so much. They called me to do a reading for Dodgeball. To do the original reading. You know, they have a table reading because they wanted with uh, Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller and they wanted them all to do it and they need people to fill in the roles just for a table read. So since I had done that, they said, oh, will you do a table? I was like, sure, of course, yeah. So (laughs) I got to read Dwight for the first time and like Justin Long was there, um, Vince was there, Uh, some other, like, I wish I knew some, I think uh, some other people that you wouldn't normally put in the roles and you're like oh wow yeah. and now because the audition so I, re- I read the part and then they had me come back and audition for no they had me come back and read other people to the dwight character you know the one who falls in love with you know, like my buddy you know yeah yeah um, and they had me audition people for that role rain wilson from the office was went in there uh um, uh who else is it? What is it? Like, uh, oh, um, um, anyway, so a whole bunch of people are his support. Uh, Jason, I've got Jason's name, but I kept reading against them. I'm like, like, do I have the, I don't, do I have the role? <laughs> like, I, I'll just keep reading until someone says anything. <laughs> oh, can, can you make him a little more urban? I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I was just reading all these people. And then we got to, uh, another table read, and I'm like, okay, well, do I have the role? I mean, no one, they've seen other people, I think, but no one else has really read anything. So I'm like, so I kind of got the role by default. I feel like, oh, oh yeah, 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 you're in it. I was like, am, I am? Oh, okay. So that's how I got, that's how I got dodgeball. So it's a, it, it, it's a weird transition of how things lead yeah. to this, can lead to this, can lead to that. Yeah. So obviously the, the film goes on to be like a massive success. What was it like working with, like as you said, Vince Vaughn there, Ben Stiller? Did you have any like preconceived ideas of maybe what they would be like before, and then was it any different than when you got to work with them? Um, it was what was fun about it is that um, I didn't have any. I knew it was going to be. I knew there's talented, talented people involved in the project. So if you put together a whole, like I remember in the audition process, Steve the Pirate, you know, Alan yeah. Tudyk, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know ex- I knew exactly when he got the part, which is an amazing, you know, because we were in a group photo, like at the end, you know, the group photo, whatever. Yeah. And we were in a, in a and we was like, you know, they were trying different combinations. The guy from um, Ferris Bueller played the not not um, who played the the one with the father with the Porsche. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, Cameron. I forgot the yeah yeah yeah, thing, yeah. But yeah Cameron he, in the film. He auditioned for the Stephen Root Root Stephen Root role. So like uh-huh. there is, they put different people together and they make it. They have take a picture to see how people look. Yeah, and we're about to take the picture, and Alan Tudyk goes, "Ah, <laughs> like exactly what Steve the Pirate would do in that situation." I'm like, "Oh, there you go. Like that's that's that guy, right?" 
and um for uh for the um for the uh character opposite me um who falls in love with the you know Joel David uh Moore who falls in love with the, with the yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> yeah um I kept reading everybody remember so I had seen everybody so I'm evaluating myself of like oh who could I see working with who kind of knows the part and Jason Siegel went in and so a couple of different people went in and I was like, Oh, he's good. Oh, he's really good. I'm like, he's really Rain Wilson. I'm like, well, he's really good. <laughs> and then Joel came in and was just this guy. And Ben said, he's like, so like, you know, what do you think? I'm like, everyone's good, but this guy, this, this is the guy like this is undeniable. It's undeniable. So it's, it's cool to see the process of, yeah. And you put everybody together we had so much fun. We had two weeks of dodgeball camp. We literally <laughs> just played legitimate, you know, like teams and competitive and dodgeball, like learning how to play again as an adult. That was a lot, that was a lot of fun. A lot of bruises, <laughs> a lot of, uh, and, and everybody's very smart. Everybody on the show is very, in the film was very smart, like smart comedians, like not like outrageous things, but everyone was, was, a uh, like Vince Vaughn is, He's got one of those amazing, quickest minds in terms of very loosey goosey, but throwing bullets. At, I mean, bullets like half the stuff that he was coming up with that you that makes the film. You know, like blood and semen, like that. That was like, a, <laughs> I mean, he had so many. They had so many things where they just let him go, and he'd be saying, you know, he'd make he make he. What Vince Vaughn does is he makes it his own. You know what I mean? Whatever the guy, he just makes it about with his. Uh, he's great. He was fantastic. I didn't get to work with Ben that much in terms of um, on camera because we're on different teams. But yeah. I do have a scene where you know he we meet them for the first time in the bar. Yeah. And I stand and the uh, scene that got cut out was I said, "Why don't you just shed?" He's like, "We're going to shed some pounds." I'm like, "Why don't you shed each other?" And he goes, "Wait a second. He's like, "Wait, a second. I know you." He's like, "I fired you." You were crying in the in the bathroom. I said, "No, I had tears in my eyes." I said, "The sweat gets inside my eyes." And it's, that's why I had band on. They cut that. So I got so, and we did a lot of things that you 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 think are gonna make it, and and they are like, "Oh my god, that was so fun!" But okay, so all as so many things get left on the floor uh, that were so funny, but everybody everybody had their own contribution, and. uh we sat in Vegas for a week, which was wild being in Vegas on a film working and you got to work in the morning and, and we went to, uh, and they take care of celebrities. So we're with Vince, you know, he's like, let's go to dinner. I'm like where? He's like, wherever we want. <laughs> the casinos, you know, the hook up. He's like, let's just order everything on the menu. He's like, I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, let's fucking, he's like, we'll have this, we'll have this, this, we'll have everything. Just bring it. Okay. And I was like, we have to pay for this? He's like, no, I, you know, it's taken care of. Because I was like, oh, this is what it's like to be a celebrity. Like, oh, wow. Then we went to a strip club and uh, we had to work the next morning. So we're in the, you know, the guys go to a club and it's Vegas and you're like having fun. <laughs> like, oh, we got to shoot in the morning. And I was like, and I was at a, I'm like, I don't like spending my money in strip, I mean, strip clubs. I, I don't get my money. So I spent like, you know, Fifty dollars, whatever, hundred dollars, and and then 
I go to the bathroom and I go, hey guys, I'm I'm gonna leave. He goes, Vince goes, no, you're not. It's like, I said, like, yeah. He's like, no, no, no. He gives me four hundred dollars. He goes, you go out there and make me proud. <laughs> and I'm like, but we have to we have to work. He's like, get. I was like, okay. <laughs> so it's fun fun times like that, you know. It was it was it was fun to do, um, and the writing. When I read the script, if you ever get a chance to read the original script, um, but not the the film version of it, uh, like the winning fifty thousand. Remember the fifty thousand dollars is the prize. Yeah. yeah, it was actually uh, fifty two thousand. They owed fifty two thousand three hundred ninety one dollars, whatever, right? And then when they looked in the in the month sports month quarterly, whatever. There's a prize, the grand prize for you know the Dazzle tournament is fifty one thousand three hundred ninety one dollars. I mean that type of specificity, which makes it funny of like, oh my god, yeah. we need this much money, and this is the prize money, but they made it fifty grand just because not to confuse who you know. Yeah, they had to like dumb it down a little bit, kind of you know what I mean, to make it because it's it, it's one of my favorite films because it's it's smart silly. You know yeah, what I mean? If, yeah. You, if you're paying attention, there's some really big things going on just over the tw- 12-year-old boys is liking seeing guys getting hit in the balls with the with the rubber ball. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Basic, you know, hitting someone in the head with a wrench is just funny. It's yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But then there's also things on top that subtle, you know, the uh, American Dodgeball uh, Association of Dodgeball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, small things that you like wait a second did he just say it twice you know <laughs> yeah yeah uh and that's why it's it, and the script is, was so it was so spot on it was so specific like each character was so well drawn out that you just put it in the right hands and then and then give it some body of people doing improv yeah. and this, that and the other and get great chemistry with it between everybody too you you believe that we were a, a team you know yeah 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 that's that's yeah were you given a lot of license to have fun with the character then? You said about how great the script was. Was it, no, you stay on script or were you allowed to, you've already said that Vince obviously improvised a lot. Was there a lot of freedom given? Yeah, that's the nice part about it is because Ross and the director, who's gone on to do all these films with The Rock and Kevin Hart, like, you know, big, big films. Um, he and Ben, you know, Ben likes to um, have, give his input and, yeah. uh, we, uh, yeah, we got to, like, my character choices also is like, I sweat when I play, when I do anything. I mean, I sweat. So I have to have a headband. I mean, it's not like a, an option for me not to have a headband because I'll just be sweating and I can't, you know. <laughs> so I wear a headband whenever I work out. If you ever see me work out, and I have headbands, like, within <laughs> arm distance. And, uh, so I was like, okay, but I should have a headband in, like, every scene, like, in everything that I do. And match the headband to my outfit, like whatever outfit that I. So when I have the the chains on during the thing, I have a leather <laughs> leather headband. Yeah. Like when I, you know, I'm wearing brown or whatever, I'm I'm wearing just a headband at the gym or. So to be able to, um, and I also played Dwight initially very straight, very kind of nerdy straight, because mm-hmm. they'd already kind of had that. So like, can you make him a little more ethnic or a little urban? I was like. Okay, I mean, okay. So I added like a chain, you know, like a chain with a whistle yeah. on it, you know, to make him a little more edgy, so whatever. So it's big, <laughs> but um, 
yeah so so i got to and then you got to improvise some things like oh the whole boop did you know my cousin ray ray <laughs> yeah. oh my cousin ray did the same thing boop, that was an improv moment oh wow i came up with yeah so that was <laughs> some, some but i can say oh i wrote that you know that's my <laughs> yeah, contribution nice. you're like like my cousin ray ray boop did yeah because i have a friend of mine who had a cousin ray ray and i was like oh okay i'll use that um, nice yeah. How did you so, react the first time you saw those uh, those leather outfits? <laughs> you know, you know, we that the assless chaps and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> I have something that I'm covered. I was like, I want to see what my that mine was just like short leather pants and a that thing was heavy. It's a chain link. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you got the mail like you know yeah. like back in. Old, the old kingdom times of like, but a knight. Those things are heavy, and I'm supposed to run around. And <laughs> it's so heavy to wear that thing, and um, but there was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was a good time. That was. Do you do realize that was eight, seventeen years ago? Yeah, seventeen years ago. So usually I get fans who are. Men in their like thirties, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's like the sweet spot of like when you were thirteen or fourteen. You're like, oh, dodgeball, because it's like you, you played it. You're playing it in school, and yet you know you like seeing people get hit by a ball. You know that kind <laughs> of. So it's usually those are the the biggest, the biggest uh, uh, fans of it. Because I'm mean, yes, yeah, seventeen years ago. It's a long time ago. I think I was ten when yep. it came out. The film. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. There you go. How much went into the actual like dodgeball scene? Was it you have kind of the moments where people are going to be out and you work around that, or was it quite literally choreographed to every like throw of the ball? Yeah. Uh, usually there was. Um, it, it was twofold because you have the certain things that had to be set up. Yeah. To make sure that you know, and like uh, they used. Um, uh, soft uh, softer balls you know when yeah. when they you know when you get hit by and a big <laughs> wrench um, but uh uh yeah so we we shot sometimes with with no no opponent you know cuz yeah. we had to get our things in my my thing for my character also is that I wanted to scream when when I'm going to get the ball if you watch in every scene whenever I get up I'm screaming <laughs> as I as I run to the ball yeah. And like right before the uh, the speech, you know the um, with Stephen Root's character, he and he gets mad and stuff like that. Yeah, I gave him a whole pep talk that they cut out. Like I go oh, up wow. and I go, okay. It's like okay, this, your ex wife is out there and she's fooling around with some man, and that's really <laughs> messed. That's really messed up. It's like I can't believe that you know she's doing that to you. That's it's like you know what? What did you do? Like you know, it's like a nice nice pep talk. So they they cut that out. Um. But yeah, they'd have you know we'd actually be playing uh, in matches, and in yeah. um, when we play the girls, the little you know yeah. you see we're kind <laughs> of throwing, but the girls are throwing too. And I caught a ball, and if you watch me in when I get hit in the girls' match, I fall right on my knee and my hip, and I was like, oh, that killed. Uh. I was like, and then I had like a bruise for, the, for like a week. Um, but yeah, so they were kind of technical as, as as technical as you can be, but we did have a like a free flowing yeah. game as well. Yeah, with all the different did you get teams. Many injuries on the set, like across everyone. 
Yeah, there's 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 some you know there's a lot of bruising. I can tell you that much. There's a lot of falling and bruising and a lot of like aches and pains because you know you're playing in in your 30s. You know you're playing and and Stephen was in his 40s. You know that's that's a lot of running and a lot of you know. It's yeah. a good thing we had our two two weeks training. You know, <laughs> but uh, it was um, yeah, it was a re- it's really really fun. It's really it was really really fun time. I have it was three months. Uh, we shot in the fall. Um, yeah, I, it was such a great experience. You know, it was in my, my first obviously. My you know I was in um other movies, but this is my first like major role in a big big movie. Yeah. So uh, it was it was it, it was exciting. You know, it was exciting. You said about scenes that were. Cut and stuff. Was there a particular scene you thought you felt should have been left in? Would it be like like your pet talk, for example? Was there anything else? Would um, that be the one? There was a oh, there was a really funny moment. You know, like he goes blazer, <laughs> yeah. taser. You know, <laughs> blazer, right? And then they get to the end, and and you know everyone's tall, and they get to this five foot six. He's the producer. Five uh, is like, oh, that's my cousin Jeff. He's like, <laughs> Jeff, we need to get out of here. So I thought that was funny. You know. Because it's, you know, everybody's yeah, yeah. in there. And then you say, laser taser. Oh, and that's my cousin Jeff. Yeah. Jeff <laughs> um, and then my scene, my scene that they, I still have, that got cut out. Um, that they put in the, in the DVD extras. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this, there was, there was so much. There was so, there was so, so much in the movie. But it still it has to be and that type of movie. Also has to move. It's got to move. Yeah, it's one of those yeah. movies you can't you can't like get caught up. And you got to keep it moving because it's a basic you know competition movie, like a basic underdog movie. There's yeah. nothing else. And then whatever, however you gild it, however you get it around it, you know the characters. But you got to keep them in. It's a comp- what are we doing? Where are we going? Where are yeah. we going? We've got to win. We got to win. We can't lose. We can't lose. We can't. You know like. Oh, yeah. they're doing this to us. They're doing this to us. The uniform, you know, we can't, we're trying to get through every, every step because we have to. Yeah. And that's why you root for it because you're like, oh, you know, you see all the pitfalls. And then you think at the end when Vince sells out the team, you know, yeah. and then he doesn't show up and we may have to work. So there's always this, you're on the precipice of, oh, no, we're going to lose. Oh, oh, we're still alive. Gonna, you know, like when it comes on a one person, yeah. you know, he's getting mad at everybody. So that's what it does really, really well is keep you on, you know, keep you on this roller coaster and this this thing to keep you to the end and give you a satisfying payoff. So, as I said, the writing was was brilliant in, in terms of how they did it, and then um, editing and and making a good sports movie uh, just made it. It had to be to sync. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. have everything. I, they say it's like having a beautiful white pearl necklace and having a beautiful black pearl. You know, the pearl on its own is beautiful. I mean, it, you know, but it doesn't work with the necklace, <laughs> so it looks weird. It stands out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the DVD, there's one of the extras is there's an ending where the team lose and the commentator <laughs> says, well, they're going to go in with nothing. Was, was that ever really considered or is it just something that... Oh, uh, that that was. Yeah. I think I think that's in the original script that we lose because you you want us to win and yeah. what what else would be a good thing with but to lose, um, but I think it's one of those things that they 
you gotta have the pay, you gotta have to pay back the, yeah. the payout. You know, you got <laughs> it's a Vegas type movie. I mean, it takes place in Vegas, so it's that same type of thing of like, okay, come on, I gotta win, I gotta win, I gotta win. <laughs> I'm not, down to my last coin. It's the that basic premise of what Vegas, what draws people to Vegas is gambling. Gambling the same thing. It's you're gambling with the underdogs. You know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of like great cameos in the film. You've got David Hasselhoff in there, Chuck Norris. William did, did Shatner. You, yeah. Did yeah, you get yeah. to meet any of them? Was it did you get to kind of yeah, meet any really of them off, off camera? What's really funny is David Hasselhoff brought autographed pictures <laughs> oh, no. for people on the on the cameras. No, he, he didn't. brought Yes he did. And I was like oh. Did he oh. manage to give <laughs> did he <laughs> <it> on table? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Remember he, I was like, Would you get he's like, Yeah, he's signing autographs or whatever for the I was like, that's Interesting, you know. But he was huge in Germany, so um, yeah. So we I, working with William Shatner was, you know, it's like, it's like oh, crazy, like oh my god, like how random is is that, you know? And Chuck yeah. Norris and uh, Gary Gary Cole and Justin Bateman. Yeah, I mean, just those two alone on on their own are really funny and yeah. really and as cameos thrown in there, Hank Azaria. You know these rent like the Lance, the Lance Armstrong. Armstrong one. Lance Armstrong. I mean, come on, you could, you know. So there, there were oh, for the Chuck Norris though, there was we were trying to get who were we trying to we weren't trying to get Chuck Norris. It was supposed to be someone Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was supposed to be someone. Oh wow! <sighs> I wish I knew who it was. I forgot. It's not like it was seventeen years ago. Uh, <laughs> they had someone in line that they wanted to do for the do, and they. And they finally got they got Chuck Norris. So Chuck Norris is a is a great balance. That's when the meme was pitch. like right, right <laughs> pitch. You know the uh, you recognize you know who Chuck Norris is, yeah, and you know what he's about type of truth justice. So yeah. he has in the hands of, in the hands of, it's like the perfect you know the the perfect thing for for what the movie is yeah. about. They did such yeah. a great job with casting and and uh, putting a great team together. It was, it was, I was so proud to be a part of yeah. it. I saw that he and, watched it back. Oh, and, so. and as a bonus, since it did yeah. so well, do you remember when he goes, you don't, no one makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah. And he walks off and he gets on with Michelle right? And he gets yeah. on the Vespa <laughs> and drives away. They gave us Vespers. <laughs> they wow. gave the main cast, you know, since it did so well, we got uh, ET2, uh, ET250 CC. They say average Joe's on the side. I have, right oh. my, I have it right in my um in my garage. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. and I would never, I would never have bought a Vespa. I mean, for out here in California, but you guys maybe have it over there. But for in in California, I was like, yeah, you know. But it got it so useful. I'm like, this is this is phenomenal. I'm on the fourth Vespa now. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's all. I, that's like that's what I drive now. I mean, I drive. I put over sixty thousand miles on my Vespas. Because I love it Jeez. so much. So dodgeball spurred me on to buying, <laughs> buying uh, <laughs> scooters. Yeah, that's for scooters. <clears throat> I know in 2013, it, they kind of, I think it was Fox came out and said, look, there's going to be a sequel. It's in production. Did did you know anything about that? Or did it catch you by surprise? As much well, that? yes, I did. So <laughs> we were at a, uh, I was at an event and I saw the producer and Ben, and I'm like, and he's like, we have a dodgeball two coming, 
it's uh, probably next summer. And I'm like, like, am I in it? <laughs> He's like, no, like, no. like, I'm in it. And he goes, uh, we'll see. And I was like, really? Like, really? That's how you go to really? And he gave me like that. No. And then I come to find out I did, I did Silicon Valley. You know, I was on Silicon Valley. And yeah. Clay Tarver yeah. was one of the producers and writers in Silicon Valley. And he takes me aside one day and he goes, Chris. And he's like, I got to tell you, um, I wrote Dodgeball too. And I was like, you did? I'm like, you, was I in it? Do you have it? And he goes, and I, he gave it to him and they passed or they, they, they put it in hold. And I'm like, why? He was like, it's like, I've never been so disappointed. It was, it was the average Joes and Global Gen team up to fight a bigger, <laughs> bigger foe, you know? Oh, nice. So, you know, that would have been epic, you know. Like, How did they not go probably, for it? And Will Ferrell probably be the, the, you know, the leader of the other, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, of the other team. or And, and we have like to work, it. you know, they have to work together and the conflict and. Especially now. Well, they, made, they made Zoolander too <laughs> instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know if it, he said he was really upset that, that, uh, that's crazy. And I was like, can, can you let me read it? Can you just let me read it? And he's like, he's like, no, it's too painful. I was like, oh. So <laughs> supposedly there was, you couldn't do it now unless you did like a, a younger version. It'd be, be well, just in a Bill and Ted. Three is coming out, so you can maybe bring. Oh, that's true. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's true. And they did another Terminator too, right? So yeah. Um, but yeah, like, but you, if you think about everybody who's in the in the film, look at all the success that every one of those performances had. Like Joel's and the Avatar movies. Um, Stephen Root is you know Barry. He's you know Stephen Root. Stephen Root. Vince is yeah. done. You know every Justin Long. Everybody has done Alan. Everyone has done significant things. Because it was such a great cast that yeah. was put together. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah. And you can't, you know, the, the cream always rises, so to speak. But it, I, I didn't know what, how people were going to like the movie. I, I didn't, I had no idea. But um, when I, if you read the script, I mean, if you ever get a chance to get your hands on, on reading the script and see what it feels like, it was so funny. If you're laughing out loud while you're reading, you yeah. know you have something special. So just to be part of it is like, you know, yeah. hanging onto a comet and let, let it take you away. But it, it yeah, opened yeah. so many doors for me. It opened, it basically cracked open my career, you know, basically, you know. Is there anything in particular people still quote to you today from the film or anything like that? Uh, the only thing that people come to say is that you can dodge a wrench. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 the thing. The only I don't get recognized for. I mean, I I don't get recognized for dodgeball that much. For other things, I get recognized for. It's, I did this movie called Friday After Next, which is like yeah. Ice Cube and whatever, and yeah. Latino and Black people in America. You're like you're the crackhead, right? The crackhead. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like ah, that's my favorite. I get noticed for this two little scenes as a crackhead in a comedy. <laughs> More than I do for dodgeball, and it's like dodgeball is a lot bigger. Um, but yeah, they'll say, can, you know, can you dodge a wrench? And uh, someone asked me about assless chaps the other day. I think <laughs> so. It's a conversation um, start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
just watching it, I rewatched it last night before speaking to you today, and the scene in which uh, the machine is like firing the balls at you, look like that would have been particularly difficult right. to do. No, it was fun. It was fun because you want, because uh, uh, they literally had like, so the balls are a little softer, so it's not, you know, and they put the sound in later. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, so we had, you know, turn around, that was part of our, our training, you know, trying to catch the ball. <laughs> and, um, yeah, all it was a lot, of, a lot of physicality in this movie. I mean, yeah. it, it's a lot of physical. It's the whole movie is about physicality, really. You know, yeah. when he's trying to cross the street and he gets hit by a car, and he's like, "I'm okay," <laughs> and then he gets hit by the other car. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of physicality, which really makes it uh, um, makes it fun. You know? Yeah, yeah. We also saw on IMDb that. You've done some like voice work. We saw. Um, I saw you Crash Bandicoot. You put it on your Instagram the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saints yeah. Row and Spider Man and all sorts. What What's that like to do? And do you like playing video games yourself? You know, I used to like playing video games, but you know, you get you get so caught. I mean, you get I get sucked in, and I will not. I mean, I know that about myself. Like I, I like. Also, I said I will never do cocaine. I've never done cocaine. Because I know I would enjoy it way too much, and I would lose everything that I have. So it's almost the same type of like video games. It's like my, like I, I have, I have a, like a PS3. Like I haven't even like know that if I don't up, because if I upgrade, I'm gonna say, well, I, you know, I, well, I have it now. I mean, I can play anything now. And I was playing, I was playing golf. That's how I was trying to wean myself off of. I was playing Tiger, Tiger Woods golf, which is a lot of, which is very, you know. You know, it's it's very precise. It's not like you know, yeah. When you're in the middle of the battle and you're like Call of Duty type, <laughs> type of thing. Um, and I've yet to do the uh, online. My my friends play FIFA. They're a big. They have a yeah. big FIFA group going. I was playing that for a while, but I had to I had to put it away because I I just I would not get, <laughs> hey, I don't get anything done as it is. <laughs> nothing done. <laughs> nothing done. So, but but doing the voices for them. I did a, a, a mocap motion capture one too for um, NBA 2017, the, right. the the draft, whatever. So I play an assistant yeah. coach. So they put the, the things on. This is early on too, when it was wasn't like as advanced as it is now. But that was a really fun thing to do, like matching my voice to um, a, a cartoon character. And then cartoons, you can. The best thing about that is that you can wear whatever you want. You know, you don't have to worry about how you look. You know, you can just do the voice, but you got to make sure that you take care of your voice. Because, I mean, you mean that it takes a lot out of you if you're, you know, you have, they have to get okay, Chris. We need eight different grunts like you're being now grunt like you're being hit with a bat. Oh, like or you know something that you know. Like a yeah. guttural thing, or and and take care of your voice while you're doing. It. So there's different challenges when when you um, when you're doing voiceover work for c- cartoons and and you want to. Uh, I did a podcast too of a of a, of a um, an alien and trying to figure out different things. And I had a, a bridge, so I had a flipper, so I had no. I did it with no teeth. <laughs> everything coming like this that helped with the character. Whatever I had to do because. No, no matter what I said, it, it came out like so. <laughs> so you use different tricks to do, uh, yeah. you know, voiceover work and stuff. And oh, I've done a lot of looping work. 
what you know what looping is? Looping is the ADR. It's called additional dialogue recording. So when you see oh. someone, you know, on the screen, hey, you, um, uh, I like to drink my own piss. Remember when Rip Torn <laughs> said that? Yeah. You, they'd have to change. I like to drink my own pee, right? They could change it for a TV or whatever. Oh, okay. So, and a lot of stars don't like to do that. Uh-huh. So, like, um, I've done, I did like four of Martin Lawrence's film, like The Black Knight, um, um, uh, it's a couple, like a couple, four or three other ones. I forget they were a while ago. But through our question, we just wanted to thank you for your time. Basically, we really appreciate oh, sure. uh, how much time you've given us, all your answers and everything. So, uh, thank you. My pleasure. So glad you told us our Vince Vaughn story in the strip club. That reaffirms everything we thought about Vince Vaughn. <laughs> we're, we're big fans. Yeah, he, he's, he's he's so he's so sharp and. So um, quick. He's so quick with you know his quips. He's you know really really funny. So it was That's it was right. a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate That's it. Right. Thanks, Thanks a lot for your time. time. Thank, Thank you. You got to watch my new show. Upload. Upload. Upload, yeah. on, upload on Amazon. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, we got it. Am- it's uh, it's on Amazon. It's called Upload. It's a TV series. It's really good. And you guys, and email me and let me know what you think because everyone absolutely we just got renewed for a second season already. It's great okay, game. We did the we did the office. Uh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Greg Daniels from the office and uh, um, it's uh, the, the American the American office. Even though I like the British office, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean the British. That's and matter of fact, I got turned on to the British office while shooting dodgeball. We were all watching it, Alan Tudyk and I. We were all watching it when it. That's when it came out. Yeah, yeah. When and we're like, you know, have you seen the office? Like, what is the office? And I remember being in the trailer watching Ricky Gervais's really. I mean, I was oh my, it was so. It's like oh, so cringeworthy. Oh, that was during dodgeball as well. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Upload. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do. We will. All right, cool. Thanks a lot. Thanks for seeing you guys. All right. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.